Good news for gardeners, BBC Gardeners World Autumn Fair will be at Audley End near Saffron Walden in Essex from Friday the 2nd of September to Sunday the 4th and it promises to be a superb celebration of everything to look forward to about being in the garden this autumn. Joining me to look ahead to the event is a man with a fascinating CV, former BBC Blue Peter gardener, one-time head gardener at Westminster Abbey and now head of organic horticulture at Garden Organic, Chris Collins. Chris, welcome. How are you? I'm very well. How are you, my friend? I'm all the better for talking to you. Great to catch up with you again. Um, Chris, we've got a fantastic uh, event to look forward to in the beautiful setting of, uh, of Audley End down in Essex. What are you looking forward to first uh, from the show? Well, I think the most important thing to say is I think we're always lacking autumn shows, aren't we? You kind of get this spring hit and then there's summer. And autumn such a beautiful time of year. I kind of congratulate Gardeners World for doing this. And also Audley End. I mean, it's one of the sort of peaks of organic gardening. I'd been there quite a few times. It used to be run, run by an old boy called Mike, who was a real sort of old school gardener. And I think in terms of organic gardening, it was one of the best spaces in the country. It was so brilliant. So to go there and celebrate that's amazing. But also just think it's good that we all get together and recognise autumn. There's still loads going on at the moment, loads going on, and we need to kind of celebrate that, and I think that's what this show will do. One of the attractions at Audley End is their fabulous potager garden, which is the kitchen garden, isn't it? I know that there's all these people who have got into gardening through the pandemic and are now developing their love of it, are wanting to do things like grow your own and use small spaces, and sometimes they don't go hand in hand, do they? But but you, you manage it, because you, you've got a famous balcony, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Well, I think that don't be restricted by space is so important. Um, it really is. I, I think sometimes we get this impression from the media that, you know, to have a garden, you need lots of space, quite a lot of cash, and it sort of belongs to that sort of environment. Gardening belongs for everyone. And you'd be amazed what you can do with what, a couple of metres by a couple of metres. As long as you tear it, as long as you plant up as well as down, you know, on the floor, but up as well. Think of it as a cube, and then you sort of mix stuff together. So when you say potager, you want your... Uh, tomatoes in with your petunias you want to be able to mix stuff up and then really probably the most important thing about it and i hate to put it as this is a cliche but it's just your your love of the space so make sure you're checking it regularly make sure you're out there make sure you're watering don't walk away for two weeks and come back and expect it to be the same you'll see brilliant examples of little ideas with a garden organic uh, garden at the show just it does it's not about space it's about how you use it and how you connect to mm. it we chatted at the nec during the summer didn't we and we, we looked out of the studio window and saw so many young people at the show who are now fascinated by horticulture and gardening and one of the things that they they quite like is the the grow your own food you can plant the seed and then eat the the fruits of your labors can't you i mean it's a great way of getting them into gardening oh it certainly is i mean and i'm glad i'm really glad that it becomes uh, it's become more acceptable because it has been known as you know something you do a bit later in life, but the lockdown thing's important. It is, though, isn't it? You just kind of think of those two things together. Uh, but you, I think it's now, because of lockdown, maybe people are restricted about moving about. But I think that, to use a pun, my friend, that seed was already sown. I think people, it's just they need a direction. I, I think if you grow a seed into a plant, then you've got you. As a gardener, I think you'll want to do it again. So let's have a look at some ideas, maybe a salad bar. Maybe grow some salad in a small container and little drills, bit of rocket, bit of lettuce, bit of mustard. I even do it indoors on a mini allotment in old recycled mushroom pallets where I'll grow a bit of rocket, a bit of pea shoot, and I graze them out and put them straight into my kitchen. So it's not about scale. My message is have a little go. go buy some seed, get some decent peat-free compost, recycle some containers and get growing and you'll soon get into it.
You're taking me back to my childhood now because I did cress on um, cotton wool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Put them in a saucer and they grow. And yeah. but this is the thing about it. This is the thing about it. You cannot then walk away from it. And I believe that to the depth of my soul. A little bit having a balcony garden. If you go out there for 20 minutes, I mean, admittedly, in the spring, you've got young plants. You need to look after them. You need to be there. But as it starts to grow, you just do that 20 minutes in the morning. You know, before the day gets hectic and you start to bond, almost, you know, you start to bond with those plants. It, there's nothing like it. There really isn't. Autumn is a great season, often overlooked by some people, but I love the colours of autumn, doesn't it? And you just get, you get that sense of transition from summer into, into winter and it's a great time. So what should people be doing in their gardens now, Chris? Well, from a gardening point of view, there's two things going on for me at this moment. If I speak personally for a second, is uh, one, I'm cropping all my harvests from a, from a long summer, quite a difficult summer it's been so dry. So I'm now bringing in aubergines. I've got so many tomatoes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's been a good year for tomatoes, uh, peppers, that kind of thing. So I'm, autumnally, I'm, I'm bringing in that crop. Um, I'm bringing in a pumpkin. I've even got melons coming in from the allotment. So that's quite interesting. But what I am also, and, uh, what I'm really thinking about, gardeners do is how I rotate. So I'm thinking about organic bulbs for the spring. I'm thinking about how I shift it from this season to the next season. But I'm also enjoying things like cannas. And I'll definitely enjoy the, the actual bigger landscape. And I think if you've got a little balcony, this is a good tip. Try to frame a bit of it on the balcony. And when I say that, is put a plant or an arch which windows out into the wider landscape. That means that what happens is you suck in the autumn to your personal space. And that's the way to enjoy autumn, I think. What a lovely way of thinking about it. Like bringing autumn indoors, isn't it? Bringing the outdoors indoors. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's sort of like a corridor. I almost see it as a corridor. So I can it now. I've got houseplants by my patio doors onto the balcony. I'm, I'm up high. And then I look up further to that, even though I'm in North London, it's a very green place. So I connect those three spaces together. And suddenly you've got, you know, a huge garden. You've got a park of your own. That's the way I look at it. So what plants should no garden be without this autumn? Or balcony or, or you know, a, a small area they've got. What, what are the essentials to have in there? Well, I would definitely, um, just thinking ahead, I then tend to look. I know I probably my seasonal planting will go another month. I reckon to the end of October, it will still flower, definitely. But I'm kind of thinking winter, spring. So I look at my bulb um, catalogs. I'm big into organic bulbs. This will become more popular now as time goes by in the production. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking that, that trifle of bulbs in the spring, uh, uh, snowdrop, crocus, daff, tulip, allium, all will flower at a different month through the spring. So my head's kind of jumped ahead. And, but also at this time of year, I'm, like I say, I'm cropping, but I will also look at still keeping my salad bar growing, making sure I've got my rocket seeds in, my salads, and I grow them as microgreens. So I cut them down and use them in the kitchen quite quickly, and I'll keep that rotation going. Plenty to do at the fair, as always, Chris. And we've got the BBC Gardeners World magazine stage. Adam Frost's going to be there. Eric Anderson, Joe Swift. You're going to be there at, uh, at some point over the weekend as well. Um, but one of the big attractions is the buying areas. People flock into those buying areas, don't they? Do you get a chance to have a good walk round? And if so, are you going to be looking for anything specific uh, for, from this uh, show? Well, it's interesting to talk a lot about... Uh, and rotating it into bulbs but i do have what i call a backbone planting on the balcony and uh, if you go to the demonstration garden at garden organic at right and there's the same there and i will be looking maybe at a small autumnal tree something that will sit in or an old rose something like albertine small tree like a sorbus on my balcony i've had it for 15 years in a the pot they said it never grow in a pot 
I've still got it. <laughs> I, I, I nearly killed myself carrying it upstairs when I moved in. Hey, mate, out Ah, <laughs> oh, you would be. It's like eight flights of stairs. I mean, like a, like a, like a, uh, on the top of the flock, uh, blocks or in a separate bit. And it, oh, it really killed me. But it was worth it when I look at it in a week's time, and it's this amazing deep red. It'll be worth it. So I'll kind of look at maybe small containerable tree, something like that, or an old rose. I've got an Albertine on the balcony. It's just stunning. The bees love it. If I dead edit, it comes out a couple of times next summer. It's always about me thinking. What, what, how can I bring it forward? How can I make it go forward? And again, think about, never think of it, your balcony or your space has been flat. Think about it as being a cube. So you want stuff that goes up. I've got all my hanging baskets on the top of the rails. Underneath that, I've got pots. So I really maximize the area. The pottage gardener, the Garden Organic, will also show you that. It's amazing how much you can get into a small space. Now, it's famously known that gardeners like to chat. Well, we like to chat about our gardens, don't we? And the great thing about the show as well is access to experts like yourself, where people can come along and ask very, very specific questions about their own gardens. Yes, and I think that's... Um, you know, one thing... I've, I've been a gardener for 36 years, I think, now. And, you know, one thing I love about it is we are sharers. We love to exchange knowledge. We love to tell people... We have that expression, don't we? If you want to give a plant, give it away. If you want to keep a plant, give it away. That's the kind of people we are, you know, because if it dies, you can go and get a bit back. We love to share information. We love to share knowledge. And I can't really think of any other sort of subject that is so uh, welcoming when it comes to interaction of, space, uh, of information. So if, um, if you're at the show, come and take advantage of us all. The irony of being a gardener is we might not be able to answer everything. You'll know we'll do our best. The difficult question comes in, doesn't it? Do you have a favourite? Say 36 years in, uh, in, the, um, in the business, uh, Chris. Do you have a favourite of, of things you've either grown or you've enjoyed uh, in the garden in that time? It's a, it's a hard question because so much has happened. I mean, I was out in Africa for quite, you know, for a year planting trees out there, like little mini forests, really, as, as re love to see them again. But it changes a lot. At the moment, I've got a Buddha palm ceiling or uh, in my front room. I, I went to Amsterdam to go and look at the industry and stuff, and I bought this um, cone, this uh, palm nut, and I put it in a glass, and it's supposed to root after two months, and I inspect it daily. And I'm waiting for it to germinate. And I think at the moment that might be my favourite. I think you kind of collect memories as you go along. You have these amazing things that have gone in the past, but you're always kind of discovering new stuff, if that makes sense. Mm, Absolutely. You've travelled extensively, uh, as you have mentioned, and been head gardener at Westminster Abbey. But I think I speak for many people, as I said to you before, is I bet the question you get asked most is, what was it like being the Blue Peter Gardener? Yeah, well, that'll be on my gravestone, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I can I can live a hundred lifetimes and not escape that. It's uh, yeah. Well, I, I think the big thing encouraging children to garden that that was just I don't think you can put a price on that. And I've been in the result of it. And I think my my experience with little ones who basically are going to inherit everything has been the most rewarding. And they certainly um, they're no mugs. They, they you know they know what they want and they respond to what they want. And uh, and that they've been really pleasurable to deal with. So I thank Blue Peter for that. BBC Gardener's World Autumn Fair is Audley End near Saffron Walden in Essex. It is a stunning location from Friday the 2nd of September to Sunday the 4th. Um, Chris, just finally, um, we've talked about autumn, but gardeners always plan ahead, don't they? So is there anything specific that people should be looking forward to now ready for winter? Keep your soil healthy. Rule one of any organic gardener is make your soil, keep your soil healthy. And that's particularly important this year where it's been so dry. And if you're not feeding your soil, 
your plants will struggle because it can't hold on to the water and the nutrients so easy. So attention to soil, but also I'll come back to that whole thing. Plan for your spring, a plan for your your bulbs and your spring bedding and what you're going to do next year. We're always ahead of ourselves as gardeners in terms of getting excited about the next thing. And as the autumn gives it such pleasure, as the colours change and the bedding comes to an end and you pick your aubergines tomorrow's, look to the next thing. That could be bedding, that could be bulbs, or it could be maybe you choosing a lovely old rose at the show when you go along in um, a couple of weeks' time. Good advice. For more information and for tickets which need to be booked in advance, go to the website at bbcgardenersworldfair.com. And if you're an English Heritage member, do look out for the special ticket offer. Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure, as always, to catch up with you. I know you're going to have a fantastic uh, time at the show, aren't you? You always do when you get to these shows and meeting people. Yes, I do. It's my favourite thing. People and plants, you can't beat it. It's, uh, it's very uplifting. Chris, many thanks.